listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G. I'm Mike Finkelstein, not a killer doll. Uh, with me in the booth, as always, is... <laughs> your two-week friend, the other uh, Mike. How you doing? Car Mike. Your friend till the end. <laughs> yeah, your, your best friend. Want to play? <laughs> this week, uh, as we've slowly been going through all the various uh, horror series that exist in media right now, uh, we're going to be covering the Child's Play series, which has honestly been renamed as the Chucky series because, like, the produce- production team split from the sp- original studio that was making it, and I guess they can't use the name, but they can use all the characters and setting and everything. It's it's very weird what this series has gone through. It's <laughs> so logistically challenging sometimes, but, I mean, in uh-huh. all honesty, I mean, Chucky is synonymous with it, so yeah. you can call it Sally and you know <laughs> what he meant, so. Yeah, no, you... Uh, the um, Tiffany. You could get a whole series of Tiffany movies, and it would probably yes. everyone would still know what you're talking about because yeah. the characters are iconic. And I think that's actually mm-hmm. before we get into the movies, that's something very interesting about this series over the other ones. Like you had Freddy and Jason, and yes, they had a movie Freddy versus Jason, and you mm-hmm. had like Jason movies. But you're the the names of the series is far more synonymous than like the names of the character, even though the character is primary to it. Like. You don't yeah. think of it as the Freddy series, you think of it as the Nightmare series. But, like, right, right, right. Here, not only is like the series synonymous with Chucky, so most of the movies and now the shows are now Chucky movies, not Child's Play. Uh, mm-hmm. But I would argue that Tiffany is just about as iconic as the lead character, the, the other doll, you know? I mean, I would give a shout out to like, you know, Jennifer Tilly and the way she oh, plays yeah. that role. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, quite when, you know, I remember watching. Um, uh, the first one, Bride of Chucky, where she really joined mm-hmm. in, like, you know, she's, she's like the super fan, like, you know, gathering up the parts of like the busted doll from the third one that got chopped up or whatever in the, yep. uh, in the fan blades and all Still that. Together, and, like, yeah. Yeah. Bringing him back to life and everything. And, you know, the, the ritual, like, you know, she kind of made that role what it is. And, you know, it, I, I agree, you know, Tiffany, Chucky, hand in hand, like peas mm-hmm. and carrots. Mm-hmm. So the series is interesting because I th- you got to view it in stages and it's definitely a series that's been like, that's chugged along in stages, mm-hmm. um, but it's the first three are their own little trilogy. And they're the most, I would say default slasher of all of them. It right. as far as they can be, because Chucky defies the rules. He mostly kills adults, not teenagers or children. But mm-hmm. like, other than that, you know, the standard rules apply. You got a slasher killer that will stalk you more or less. Um, and <laughs> interesting kills and so forth and so on. Chucky, I think, has some of the more creative kills, especially for the doll himself, just because his diminutive size and the way that the doll has to behave around people creates different situations than you'd get from, like, Freddy or Jason. Yeah, and that really go- goes to, like, you know, the heart of, you know, the serial killer spirit being inside the doll and, like, mm-hmm. the creativeness of which he can do those kills because, mm-hmm. you know, you-, you see it being, like, this little child's toy, but it's really just, like, a cold-blooded killer spirit inside of it, which, you know, comes up with these calculated plans and creative ways to kill. It's just, it's really unique and kind of a really cool little take on the story. I really enjoy it. Which is what makes it different from so many other killer doll movies that are out there, Annabelle and The Boy and even to an extent, uh, Megan. Because those are much Mm -hmm. more about, like, a haunting or a ghost in the machine or something. And despite the evil soul being in Chucky, that's a real character there that's inhabiting it. Like, he has his own motivations, he has his own desires. He doesn't even really want to be a doll. Uh, He's just kind of stuck in it at this point, to a certain extent. But 
the, the series has thrived at basically bucking all the conventions of the actual genre that it's basically popularized. Yeah, and I mean the you know the spirit of the killer you know you know getting taught like by the voodoo lady the the, the ritual and the chanting mm-hmm. to put him inside you know getting knowing he's gonna die after or you know being shot or whatever stabbed in the first one when he goes to like the store and he doesn't have a choice and he just finds the doll and just does the ritual and you know and just becomes what Chucky is and that's you know how he's you know lived his life I guess you'd say for the better mm-hmm. part of thirty five years the franchise has spanned which is pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it's impressive. So it's those first three movies that definitely set the tenor for the original trilogy, like how the character worked to a certain extent, like mm-hmm. what his what his modus operandi was, even if mm-hmm. every movie after those first three has basically shoved those aside and largely ignored what was going on in those. Right, 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 right. Yeah, because yeah, those are the most default slasher, the most default basic murderer. Evil doll with the soul of a killer in it, uh, befriends a child and goes around killing people because it's fun. And then does mm-hmm. it again when the kid gets adopted and just becomes his evil doll again. And then mm-hmm. again stalks the same kid at a military uh, school. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, it's only the first one's really watchable. The second and the third are kind of trash, uh, especially <laughs> especially the third. But Yeah, it's it's bad. I like it for what mm-hmm. it is. It's it's a really, like, you know, campy kind of movie. And, you know, mm-hmm. Chucky, Chucky kind of really lends it, like, the slapsticky way to kill mm-hmm. people on that. And, like, the little one-liners he has here and there. But it works. Um, Brad Dourif it, sells it, it in a way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 But, like, this is the thing. These are the most default horror. Uh, this is mm-hmm. where the series was basically, oh, we need to keep cranking out these slasher flicks because he's a slasher killer. It wasn't until mm-hmm. Bride of Chucky, which, honestly, in some ways is the most, like, overt slasher of all of them that the movie (laughs) actually decides to try and buck convention and reinvent itself in a different way uh but i think that's what makes the the first three especially the second and third the weakest even Mm -hmm. if like my my biggest memory of all these movies is as a kid surfing through showtime late at night uh i stumble across the third child's play at like 11 at night when it's dark in the house (laughs) Um, yeah. And the point where the doll first bursts from the box and startles the kid that he's talking to, that freaked yeah. the shit out of me. I had my finger over the cable box as I was like, because, you know, old cable box. <laughs> I'm yep, old. Yep, yep. Uh, my finger over the cable box pushing through because I couldn't find the remote. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, I got to that scene, and the second that that jump scare happened, I, like, pushed the button again and then went and hit in a chair. So, like... <laughs> <laughs> funny like you know little memories like that that stand yep. out as, yep. as we're kids you know and i remember the first time i saw like you know the third one too like watching it on hbo or something at my grandparents house i mean i was i was like nine years old i should not have been watching that movie oh, at nine yeah, but no. i mean but i mean like you said i was probably sleeping over on the weekend late at, late at night downstairs watching tv you know they had advanced cable that we, we didn't have at my house and like you know mm-hmm. do the same thing like you know probably curled up with a blanket all terrified like the third one stands out to me as the one i remember the most because i've probably seen that the most time because of when i saw it i was just a little too young to see the first one obviously when it first came out but i've seen it since and and to your point out of the first three by far the first one is the best and Mm -hmm. the second and third you know they're fine in what they are and they really kind of tie that trilogy thing together uh but the first one again we're back to which we've discussed many times the the original you could try to copy you can try to replicate but it's never going to really be as good as the first no it's it's the second and the third are definitely rehashing that same well, which is what makes the fourth one so interesting because the series had had some time off. I remember this one came out when I was actually working at a video store. Um, mm-hmm. So I was like 17 or so when it came out. And 
it was just completely bonkers. Like the, the <laughs> way the film sets itself up, as you said, Tiffany, uh, his ex-girlfriend reviving him. And then yeah. like the interplay between them, him killing her, then putting her in a different doll, her just yep. remaking the doll to be the way that she wants it to be while she's trapped inside. it, And then the two of them going on like a back and forth killing spree between them. That's both like them showing their love for each other and yet like combating it. It's so <laughs> fucked up. It's just it's fucked so, up. <laughs> it's really just like a twisted Bonnie and Clyde story, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. And, like, all the winking, nodding references to others, like the, the police station that has Freddy's claw and Michael Myers' yeah. head, because that came out after number seven in the Halloween franchise, so it was a little yeah. big nod to that one. I, yeah. remember I saw that in the theater, and I, I, I just remember, like, you know, expecting a, a gory, bloody movie. And, and the scene where, like, the, the guy gets, like, hit by the truck out of yeah. nowhere. I was, yeah. I was like, blown away when that <laughs> happened. Like, I'd never seen, like, a body just explode on screen before like that. And, like, didn't see it coming and, like, was very much better for it after the fact to see it. <laughs> the, didn't, doesn't, like, Chucky say afterwards? That works. Like some, yeah, like some yeah, offhanded, yeah, like yeah. snide comment. Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah that, something about that. Yeah, it was yeah. like little effort had to work. But, you know, that works for me. I'm <laughs> good works. with that. Yeah, good enough. But yeah, yeah, no, it's like that one was so off the wall and bonkers that I think they tried to go too far with the follow-up seed of Chucky. I, right. I respect how it pushes the mythos of it, and it adds in a third doll, their weird baby doll spawn. Um, yeah. yeah, it was so strange. But it's definitely, I would, I would argue even more than three, it's the weakest of the set because it has this weird, befitting its, its weird um, kid character, a very mm-hmm. strange identity crisis to it. Yeah, it, it's just it was a strange movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it, a, a bit of a love story, obviously, which you know it, it is between you mm-hmm. know Tiffany and Chucky and the whole entire way through this you know second threepeat of the franchise. But mm-hmm. just definitely strange, and you know, yeah. like y- you figure, like sure, you know, he I, I guess he can make babies. I mean, that's kind of the whole point. I mean, I think I remember the line from you know the 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 bride of Chucky where he she's like shouldn't you get a rubber and he's like baby i am rubber like <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, and, and then at the end they, they, there's a baby anyway setting up this movie which uh-huh. is really twisted and so strange. bizarre so mm-hmm. weird yeah but no i i like i i respect what that movie was going for with like building out the mythos but i feel like it was the next two it like which kind of started a new series trilogy again because the, the movies were off for a little while after seed which didn't mm-hmm. wasn't as successful as I think they were hoping it would be, um, mm-hmm. but then you had Curse and Cult, and Curse is honestly a fantastic just straight horror movie. It's probably the best default slasher of all of them since the mm-hmm. first one. Yeah, definitely pretty good, and there are some really unique kills and stuff, mm-hmm. and and just a really a, a fun kind of like gritty grinding movie compared to like you know the mm-hmm. slapstick humor of the two that led before it. You know, definitely a really good job. Return to form for the series. Yeah, yeah. Despite yeah. it being direct to video, it is a fantastic entry, and then Cult just goes absolutely bonkers over the top, like <laughs> in a different way. It 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 pushes the idea that Chucky at this point can put himself into a new doll by doing the ceremony and then extending mm-hmm. the idea of, does that mean he no longer exists in the old doll? And then suddenly you've got like multiple Chucky's running around and he's possessing people and everything. It's just, it is everything you want from like the idea of what Chucky can do extended mm-hmm. out to like the nth degree. It's like, there's no, there's no reason to give rules to it at this point. He does the ceremony. There's another Chucky. 
let's just mm-hmm. go with it now and it's crazy yeah it's definitely weird and i love the callback to bringing andy back you know mm-hmm. the, the, the kid that was traumatized so deeply in the first three movies you yep. know, you know be, being that twisted kind of version of himself in this movie at the beginning and just really just it was just really a bizarre movie that just vicious in a way to some of like you know the things that they did it was really strange it is it has it has some creative kills it does have some issues in that its budget which is mm-hmm. tiny uh like a five yeah. million budget and made for back in 2017 which is nothing that's a nothing yeah. budget uh mm-hmm. does sometimes you, you bump... spend more on a 10 second commercial you know right. like it's yeah. yeah it does sometimes butt up against um like the 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 effects that they wanted to do. There's a scene where he throws something up into a skylight, and someone mm-hmm. gets killed by all the shards of glass. And like that's the kind of thing you'd want to do in practical effects to sell it. But it's clearly bad CGI for the entire kill, um, mm-hmm. which I feel bad about because clearly they spend all this money on the puppetry effects for Chucky, and the puppetry effects are still great. But like, mm. then you get something like that, and you're like, "Well, oh, that didn't look quite so good. I respect it, but that wasn't the best." <laughs> That's a good way to put it, right there. Yeah, yeah. I respect it, but but I, yeah, I, I, I get what you were going for, but you mm. know, maybe you didn't quite have the budget for that one. But okay, 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 we'll we'll let it go. We'll let it go this this yeah. time. But yeah, yeah, no, like um, I think Curse of Chucky is a solid follow up, and it definitely opens up the way for the TV series which is ongoing and creates its own interesting little world of continuity. Because in between like that movie and the TV series, which we'll get to, mm-hmm. we had Child's Play again from, I believe, Paramount, uh, because they decided they still had the rights to the name. They just couldn't like <laughs> really use the character, so they had to create a new version of the doll with a new name and new characters, kind of alluding to the original, but not actually the original, because Don Mancini owns the characters and can do what he wants with it. Um, mm-hmm. But they saw the name, so let's make a killer doll movie, and it sucked. Yeah, it, weak, <laughs> I guess is the way to put it. Yes, uh, I mean, it, it did okay at you know ten million budget, forty five million in the box office. One of the more successful, you know, by a box office standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, just just uh, you, you really could tell that there there wasn't exactly like you know great source material in this one because the creative guy who has the rights to it wasn't really involved. He wasn't involved, so, so it doesn't have the craziness that you kind of to expect from this series. It feels like a spiritual success or a spiritual predecessor to Megan because it's mm-hmm. about a killer animatronic doll who then starts tapping into electronics around him, like Ghost in the Machine. Uh, the the psycho becomes a, a computer program in the mid '90s when everything in the mid '90s was like, oh no, right, VR. right, right, yeah. yeah. That, that's a terrible movie, by the way. Um, <laughs> really bad <laughs> for anyone out there. That's a really yeah. bad movie. Yeah, um, yeah. You but I, calling out another really bad VR movie. I mean, uh, Lawnmower Man as oh well. God. I love the movie because it's so horrible. It's but boy, so is that a bad movie? It's so bad. You know, a movie is bad when Stephen King says, You're not allowed to put my name on it and sues them <laughs> for it. Okay. And this yeah. is the man who, who, who wrote and directed Trucks. Like when Stephen King says, "No, your movie is bad," you know yeah. it's bad. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the most the most endearing part of of the most recent of the Child Play movie was, I mean, I I'm a big Mark Hamill fan for the voices that he does as mm-hmm. Joker and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So Mark Hamill as Chucky, like I kind of bought that. It didn't have the same. No. 
you know, like, um, Brad like finesse that Brad yeah. Dorf brings to the role. But I mean, yeah. Mark Hamill's a fantastic voice actor, and you know, Luke Skywalker as well. So you know, obviously, you know who he is. Uh, but but it wasn't the same. It's it's like no. someone taking over his voice as Joker. Is it going to be good? And can I appreciate it? Sure. But it's not Mark Hamill. And was this Chucky good? Sure. But it's not Brad Dorf. Well, it's not actually Chucky, is it? Isn't this a name something else? Dog calls himself Chucky. The voice of Chucky. Oh, so he is actually. Oh, he is Chucky. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's that's weird. I wouldn't expect they could use that, but I, I like he'd be like Billy or something. Because mm. I mean, let's be honest, he's not Chucky. He's this weird animatronic killer doll mm. who only goes evil via via a chip misfire. But he's not really Chucky. Looking oh, at the uh, the Wikipedia here, like once activated, the doll names himself in quotes Chucky because well, you know they can't quite call him Chucky, but yeah, they they kind of use that sort of. Yeah, so sort of. Yeah. And yes, there is an Andy and there is a Karen and they have a detective, so it it does use the names because they could use the original movie as kind of source material, but not right. source material due to the weird rights of this whole film. But it's yeah. like. When you talk about a weird animatronic doll tapping into the internet and killing people, Megan does do it better. It's a better evolution of the idea of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, this feels like a rough first draft that was butting up against the idea of we still have to reference Child's Play, even though we can't really <laughs> reference Child's Play. Yeah, 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 yeah agreed. Freed of the constraints, Megan is allowed to just do whatever it wants, and it, it, it comes up with the idea in a better way, and it has a creepy doll that dances. Like, come on. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no, it's so much better. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the deadpan face she gives while she's doing it too it's yeah really, it, it's so creepy because like you feel like the evil behind it but like there's no emotion yeah and i mean they're they are looking at doing another movie in the main chucky the proper chucky series mm -hmm. um but before we get to that they have to play out the chucky tv series which i'm gonna tell you is actually pretty good uh airing on sci-fi and usa network um, you would expect it to like hold back some because it's on TV, but no, there's some really good deaths in there. There's one of a maid early in the first season where Chucky pushes her onto a whole like pile of knives in a dishwasher, um, mm. and then the cops that come and look after us. Well, this kind of happens a lot, actually. You'd be surprised. So they're going, really, really? That's that's your explanation of this? It's hilarious, and the death is gory as fuck. But, mm -hmm. but really? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, you know, you've seen one, you've seen them all. I mean, <laughs> there's really just an epidemic of maids falling into dishwashers it, in this town. I mean, into dishwashers and dying on knives. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, this just happens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I too put my knives in my dishwasher face up like that, you know, I mean, obviously. Right? Yeah, it's so <laughs> smart right there, right up front where you can just fall. Up. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, no, but that whole, that whole series, like, the first season's pretty funny. Um, and it does continue what Cult of Chucky started, which is he keeps adding himself to new dolls, and he keeps taking over more and more people. And then, mm -hmm. like, t you, you get introduced, and Tiffany's doing it as well, and you're like, oh my god, this is just one whole fucked up chain of them. How do you <laughs> ever stop this? And you have to think, once the TV show ends, they'll probably do one more movie to, like, tie it all up, because then you've built to this giant climax, and... If you don't tie it up in one more movie, it almost feels like you're doing too much then, you know? Yeah, and I think yeah. you're right. I think we'll get we'll get one more, you know, maybe two, I mean, or three, who knows. But we're going to get another one. And, we'll and get more I seasons. feel like yeah. we will, we will. Mm -hmm. and, and I feel like, you know, with Don Mancini, you know, being creator here and having his name tied to it, like I'm very positive on that. Oh, yeah. Um, no, he's got a great yeah, and I, I love, you know, being being a Jersey boy myself, transplanted to Maryland. I love that it takes place in Hackensack, New Jersey again. Like, it's a callback to the original. I love it. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I I really enjoy what this series does. I really don't have many notes, honestly. I think like if you watch through the series, you need to watch all of them once just to get the whole build of the mythology. But mm-hmm. then afterwards, you can go from one to bride to cult, cult and curse, and then the yeah. TV series, and you've got basically all you really need to know without like missing much in the way of details. Yeah, and they're all—I mean—they're good watches too. They, yeah, they, they are. They're a crisp, like you know, seventy-five to like eighty-five minutes. You know, uh-huh. they're—they're they're not back in the day of like you know, two hours and forty-five-minute movies that we get nowadays. You can knock out two of these in the, in the length of time it take you to watch Avatar, if not more. Well, so, and it's, it's so a good watch. Yeah, it is. It is a good watch, and I think it's interesting in in so far as normally I grouse when we talk about like Freddy or Michael or Jason or any of them. It's like don't explore the mythology too deeply. The more you mm-hmm. explain the monster, the worse he becomes. But mm-hmm. like, and this is the reason why Chucky isn't the same as the rest of them. Like, the more they delve into his mythology and start building all these rules around him, the more interesting he becomes because it just allows the killer to become more freaky and more scary. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's why I like this series more than most and why I think more of his movies work than any other because they don't just have to do the same slasher over and over again. They can find new ways to warp and change what he does to mm-hmm. add to the intensity and make things new and fresh again. Bride, Ch- yeah. Bride of Chucky proved that. Indeed it did. And, you know, like, like to your point, like, this is – it's just a really – the lore in a lot of these other franchises is like, I mean, it's kind of there and it's mm-hmm. fine, but I mean, it's it's kind of like, eh, okay, sure. The lore of this, you know, franchise is really quite interesting mm-hmm. compared interesting. to like, you know, you, you're Freddy, you're Jason, you're Michael. Like, yeah, there, there's good story there, of course, and, and you can understand that, you know, the longevity of those series as well. But just Chucky, there's a reason why it's lasted so long. You know, the mm-hmm. character is very endearing to a lot of people that watched mm-hmm. him growing up. You know, the their child killer doll or whatnot. I mean, I had a I had a my buddy doll growing up as a kid. Always reminded me of Chucky in a way. <laughs> so I mean, like it, it's a, it's a really just a good story and really intricately woven around a doll that as a child's plaything that has lasted this long. It's just really very cool when you think about it. It is, and it's it's a way that it's survived past what the whole creative inspiration for it was like it's it's the idea of what if a tutty ruxpin went evil um (laughs) essentially is what it is but i mean Uh, who really talks about teddy ruxpin or the cabbage patch kids or any of those anymore those were very much a toy of the 80s and for a parent or for a child seeing one of these things go evil at the time was hugely scary because those fuckers were everywhere like yeah, you, yeah. You couldn't go to a friend's house with one of those things being sitting around on some shelf or something. Um, so it's like for those to go evil then, that was scary. Now, who gives a shit about it? That's why the like the series had to wisely reinvent itself, and it did. And I think that's part of the reason why it doesn't really hold the same weight in the remake, beyond mm-hmm. not having Brad Dourif, not having the right like sense of itself, being maybe a little too sarcastic. Like I like Aubrey Plaza, but her as the mom. Just it mm-hmm. felt like she was in on the joke, and there shouldn't really be a joke to it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hear so, there. so like when when that Chuck version comes up, uh, who really is going to be scared of a killer doll when those things aren't so prevalent? Megan is interesting because you can see smart devices, and you worry about smart devices going evil, which was what she is. But that's not the same thing here. And like, if you don't reinvent the way Doug Mancini does, then you're really not understanding what's scary about the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you there. Mm-hmm. So, so in a comparison between Chucky and Freddy, who do you choose? 
I mean, I've I've you know been quoted on this show before. Once I think Freddy's a little bitch. I'll take Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Chucky too. And I think both of them are iconic, and both of them have iconic mm-hmm. performers behind them. But I think mm-hmm. end of the day, as much as I ro- love Robert Englund, Chucky's the better yeah. character. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I'm and I'm not saying Robert Englund's a bitch. He's a fantastic character as Freddy. But Freddy, I I just so much of what he does is is it's very cerebral. It's 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 really good. Don't get me wrong. But like there's there's better physicality from other characters, especially this little doll. I yeah, mean, Chucky gets very to do creative. Both. He yeah, he's playing the mind both. games. Yeah, he does the mind games and the physicality. He gets to do mm-hmm. both. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're just about done talking about this friend to the end. Uh, this has been Not So Life <laughs> Asteroid G. Uh, I swear, again, I am not a killer doll, although, you know, if Chucky gets his hold of hands on me, I might have the soul of one in me sooner or later. Uh, I'm Mike Finkelstein. Uh, with me in the booth was. Uh, your other buddy, Mike. I'm going to go find some D batteries because <laughs> this doll doesn't have any in it right now. <laughs> oh. Uh. <laughs> 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 and we will see you next time. Oh my god, that's 35 years. Why does that still feel like 25? Because <laughs> age happens. <laughs> oh my god, like, right? Like, the last yep. 10 years it felt like 2, but yet it felt like 20 <laughs> at the same time. Uh... <laughs>